You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Packs What She Said Live. My name is Perry Goldstein, and I'm joined, as always, by my amazing co-host, Maggie Loney. Hey. How you doing? This is wild. This is the coolest thing that we've ever done, I think. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is not a green screen. Oh, this is Brett, this is Brett Favre. <laughs> this, is, this is not a green screen. We are here. We are in Green Bay. Um, we are live from Lambeau Field. Well, not Lambeau Field. Across the street from Lambeau Field Shadow at the Lane. Cheesehead, at Shadow Lane, Cheesehead <laughs> TV House. How, how, how are we? How are we doing? Dude, these last couple days have been so <laughs> wild. Somebody bought us beer if you're watching this. Thank you for the beer. We would have loved to talk to you longer. Just so cool. Thank you for so listening to the show. Yeah. Maggie and I got to go to our first day of camp today. So we're going to obviously talk about what we saw, what we experienced. But I mean, first, just it's been amazing to be up here. This place is great. Lives up. To, I mean, it exceeds the hype, honestly. This, this stadium is the most majestic thing I've ever seen in my life outside of me yeah obviously it's Maggie then Lambo yeah yeah I mean it's the Mecca for a reason I'd say right talk so talk to the people this is your very first time in Green Bay it is yeah saw Lambo for the first time on when did you get up Sunday um I did cry for those of you wondering and we're we're uh taking a tally I I cried twice um, it's just awesome. It's awesome to be up here. Obviously, I've been a fan of this team my whole life, but I've never been to their home where they play. And now I have. Um, we did a stadium tour. Um, yeah, haven't been to Hall of Fame yet. Hall of Fame's next. Yeah, we're doing a cheese curd tour. We're doing a brew tour. We're doing all the practices. Yeah. A lot of fun. A lot of cheese curds. Um, <laughs> so far, am I allowed to say this? So far, 1919 best cheese curds so you far can say whatever you want this is your show Perry. this is your show maggie okay maggie. so Mag- maggie and i went to practice today um i mean wow awesome uh maggie's second time my first obviously um oh someone wants to know how we met do we want to tell that story 
Sure. Yeah. I like the way you tell it. You can tell it. You like the way I tell it? Yeah. Well, I met Nagler in New York and um, we chatted about football for hours the first time. We actually were just talking about this. Um, and he was like, please come do stuff with Cheesehead TV. And I was like, yeah, I mean, sign me up. You're going to have me talk about the Packers. I already love doing that. Um, I had no idea what that was going to mean. I just, it was just an kind of open, very vague invitation. Um, and then I get an email about two weeks later, two weeks later. And it's like, Hey Perry, this is your podcast co-host. Her name's Maggie Loney. Uh, she lives in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, introduce yourselves. And I was like, podcast, you're giving me a podcast. <laughs> I've never done anything before in my life. Um, so yeah, so we exchanged really awkward emails. We've, we've gone back and read them since and it's, they're really funny. Um, <laughs> kind of talked about what we wanted out of this podcast and we both were very on the same page about how we wanted to elevate and promote women's voices in sports, especially as it relates to the team that we love so much. So that was the theme. Maggie came up with the name. Maggie gets full, <laughs> full credit of the name. And um, yeah, and then here we are. Had our first Skype, chatted, and it was like we had always known each other. Yeah. Yeah, we were like, oh, we can do this. I was like, People oh. People think that we grew up together. I know. Yeah. I know. I was like, oh, this girl is cool like really cool um we didn't meet thank you we didn't meet because of the pandemic we didn't because i live in new york maggie lives in kenosha wisconsin um we didn't meet for the first time until may so we met for the first time a couple months ago spent the weekend in madison with a couple more friends um and yes this is our second time spending in-person time together i'm finally getting maggie to come to new york next year so yeah that is that is the story of how Maggie and I met. Maggie and I met. Thank you for the question. That was, that's always a nice story to tell because yeah. now we're here because we, what, started this in January 2020. It was, yeah. what, right after the NFC Championship game loss against the Niners? Yeah, we kind of timed it so we could, t- like, recap the Super Bowl as our first show, I think. And it's been a year and a half, and here we yeah. are. Here we are. And now we have a live show. Super sticker. Thanks, Andres. I don't know what that means, but thank you. Um, what's larger, your love for Lambo or TJ Slayton? Okay, well, this is <laughs> okay, excellent we, question. We saw TJ Slayton today. He's large. That's uh, it's hard to top, top that man. He's large. Um, what is he notes. like three times the size of us? Roughly, give or take. No, actually, though, I think we I think we figured it out like weight wise. It's yeah. it's absurd. <laughs> um, all right, Mag. So okay, so we. What is my favorite thing about Green Bay that I didn't know about? That's a really good question. Um, I didn't realize how, like, I don't know if intricate is the right word, but, like, intricate title town is. It's beautiful. Like, between Hinterland and Lodge Kohler and, like, the sledding hill and the skating rink when it's cold out. I mean, awesome. Kudos to Mark Murphy. It's, it's awesome. Um, okay, so we, we went to camp today. That was today. It's been a long day. (laughs) We've been grinding. But no, yeah, camp camp was a lot of fun. Your first time, obviously. Um, My first time going for the 2021 season. Lots of good things to talk about. Not even necessarily, you know, I mean, I think our note said, like, Aaron Rodgers, still good at football. Yeah. But probably the least interesting thing we saw today because there was so much development from a lot of guys. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is – we heard – I mean – I don't know. I've been to games before. It's it's always loud. You hear that green 19. Like his cadence is 
unmatched. When people talk about it, it's like it's really that. It's really that good. I think he got the guys to jump off sides today, just in practice. Naturally. Naturally. Butter at this point. So who was – okay, let's let's do this. Let's do let's do offensive standouts first, and then we'll talk about offense as a whole. Did you have a standout today in camp? I think I know who you're going to say. Amari Rogers. Okay. Yeah, yeah I 100%. That. He made plays in in every – I mean, they, so they do – if anyone's ever been to camp, I guess, they, they do different kind of drills, I guess you'd say. So they do, like, one-on-ones with the DBs. They do, you know – passing game drills where it's like love and Rogers are throwing at the same time. Um, and then they do actual kind of more like scrimmage stuff and they do two, two minute drills at the end. They do red zone, everything. Mario Rogers made a play in every single phase. I mean, he had this insane diving catch right in front of us. Um, he looked great in um, actual scrimmage time. I think they lined him up as a running back. They lined him up as a wide receiver. He just, yeah, you saw eight, you saw eight everywhere. Yeah, that's a good one. And I, it's hard because, I mean, there's the obvious ones, right? Like we talked about Devontae Adams um, a lot in camp because he's everywhere and he consistently makes plays. He's unmatched, you know, even against all pros. He just looks that good. Mm -hmm. Um, Robert Tunyon had an exceptional grab today over Adrian Amos and Darnell Savage. So over two first team defense, like best safety tandem in the NFL. Tunyon looks great. But yeah, I want to talk about players that I think we're not going to get to hear as much about. So I want to answer a question before we get to that, because Brandy asked how much of Cobb do you see in Amari? And there was actually a play that I thought was Amari because it's 18 and eight, right? So when they're far away, it's, it's kind of hard to see sometimes on the other side of the field. I thought it was Amari who made like this really great catch. It was Cobb. So they, they really, their, their play style is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, the accidental hero asked, what was the rapport like between Amari and Cobb? Was Cobb giving porters to the hangout a lot? Um, I don't know if I noticed that a ton. Uh, they definitely, I mean, if you follow them on social media, they are very like open and supportive on social media to each other. And they certainly are all in the wide receiver room. Um, I think the person that was actually giving pointers to the Rooks the most, at least this morning, was MVS. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. He was even hanging out with a lot of the DBs for like one-on-one drills and telling them like, you know, how you can press or how you can, you know, manage footwork off the line. So, and he's just, I mean, he's fun, right? Yeah. Like we, I don't think Perry especially knew what to expect coming to a training camp. And then you have MBS running up and down the sideline, trying to get people to cheer and like mm-hmm. get amped. So MBS is just a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, it wasn't, I wasn't sure I was expecting so much player fan interaction. There was a lot. We do have another super chat about Kylan Hill. Yeah, from Corinne. Thank you for the super chat. Um, is Kylan Hill having a loud camp now? He is, but the player that I was going to talk about is actually Patrick Taylor. Mm-hmm. He stood out to me a lot today. I thought he had a really good day of camp. He just, he's a really dynamic runner. And I know, you know, it's kind of a buzzword. Everybody can be a, a dynamic runner, but um, I've seen comps on him uh, to Twitter with like a bigger James Starks. And you really see it when he's, he's playing. Big. And it's, and it's a really interesting you know, addition to a backfield that already has Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. So whether the Packers keep three or four running backs, it's, it's going to be a, a close race, I think, between Kylan Hill and Patrick Taylor because they, they both just have looked really good. Yeah. They had, I mean, you can never have too many players to choose from, right? So I think that the f- top four, I'd say right now, if, is a really, really nice rotation. Ava, thank you for the super chat. Isn't it crazy how the stadium is almost surrounded by neighborhoods? The la- that part blew my mind first time I saw Lambo. Yes. Yeah. So we're staying three blocks away. Um, we can walk to the stadium. It's 
when they say, you know, small town team, you know, small market team, that's what they mean, right? It's, it's the, the team is in the community. Yeah. Like you're literally like Perry got to Green Bay a day before me and her entire goal was to not see the stadium, <laughs> which it, it can be done, but you know, it is like the focal point of Green Bay. So she spent a lot of time driving away from the stadium and you know, 24 hours in 24 Green hours, Bay. She went without actually seeing it, which is waiting for Maggie. Cause I didn't want to see it without her. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, another super chat, Brad, thank you. Cheers to you ladies for all the good work. Keep on carrying the G. Oh, we will. Yeah. And if you see us at training camp or yeah, come say hi. Yeah. Somebody asked if we were going to be at preseason, we will be there. Um, going to be fun. It sounds like all indications, which I think a lot of us expected are that Jordan love will get most of the snaps, if not all against the Texans banker. maybe he'll get a little bit. Don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to suit up at all. So he shouldn't good to see Jordan love. That'll be a lot of fun. His first final, you know, finally after the longest wait getting to play in the preseason. Yeah. I mean, and okay. So let's talk about love. Because everyone wants to talk about his progression, his footwork. And I think there's still a lot of things that he needs to work on. He's obviously not Aaron Rodgers. But, man, he can sling it. His deep ball is – it's beautiful. It's so lovely. And we've seen it a couple times now between family night and practice. And it is gorgeous. Yeah, and, I mean, I think, you know, there's there's the growing pains. We all knew when Jordan Love was drafted that he – wasn't going to be the starter you know he was a developmental guy that Matt LaFleur I think wanted to work with and mold and you're seeing the development at least from not that any of us could go to the first couple practices last season but you're seeing a jump already you can see it in his footwork you can see it in his poise in the pocket there's still you know growing pains he doesn't necessarily step up when he feels pressure maybe as much as you'd like him to but like Perry said his deep ball is gorgeous it's getting there though there were definitely Mm -hmm. moments today where he was stepping up in the pocket I think also his going through his reads is getting a lot more natural um how is Lazard looking a nuclear family would like to know I like him but feel like he could be the surprise cut if Funchess and Winfrey are playing well well Lazard so I don't know if they do this on purpose I noticed this today where sometimes they they kind of line them up and it seems like they're being lined up in kind of like depth chart order because it's always Adams going first, um, and it's Adams, Lazard, and then everyone after. So I feel like Lazard is 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 okay. Um, he was he runs with the ones. Um, unfortunately, Jawan Win- Winfrey is hurt, so he wasn't practicing today. But you bring up Funchess, and that's a great a great point because he also had a really nice day today. Yeah, and I, I mean I think at this point there's a there's a pretty solidified five. I would be really surprised if. Alan Lazard wasn't, you know, one of the guys. I think for sure, obviously, it's Amari Rogers, Alan Lazard, MBS, Devontae Adams, Randall Cobb. You could make the case that maybe they'll keep six. We yeah. don't know if it's Devin Funches. We don't know at this point if it's Juwan Winfrey when he comes back, how he's looked. Maybe it's EQ, but I think Lazard has a, a very secure spot on the roster yeah. for sure. He's, he seems to definitely, and he, I mean, he makes plays. Yeah. All right. Sean, <laughs> he makes hi. plays. He does. He makes plays. He was wearing all black today, though, and it was like 88 degrees. And it's like, trying to <laughs> drop a couple pounds, buddy. Like, too hot. Way too, too hot. hot. Sean Rose. Rouse? 
sorry if I botched that. I'm really bad with names, as Nagler knows. Did you all have any player interactions? Seeing AR12 makes me cry instantly. P.S. Mags, I love your DA17 article. He liked my video of him leapfrogging. Yeah, Maggie had a great article for Cheesehead TV come out today about basically all of the incredible milestones Devonta Adams could reach um, if the Packers extend him over the next couple of seasons. So go and check that out. Um, nothing personal in interactions wise. Um, Devonte Adams did play catch with a with a fan, a, fan. A, couple, <laughs> a couple seats down from us today. Just guys hyping up the crowd. Yeah, and I mean we we've seen players like out and about in the city, but we haven't talked to them because you Boot know respect. Yeah, respect the let them live. Let them live their let lives. Them live. <laughs> let them eat brunch. <laughs> let them eat brunch. Um, who else do you want to talk about? Who? So we we started with mine. Who was your standout today? Mine was Patrick Taylor, and I just I'm really excited about him, and I hope that he gets a fair shake and. That's not to say, like, I don't think he will. I think he has looked really good. And I think Kylan Hill did end up sliding quite a bit in the draft. And he's a really pleasant surprise. And I think he looks great, too. But, you know, the Packers kept four running backs last season. And if there's maybe an opportunity to only go into the season with three tight ends since Jace is on the suspension list, or, you know, maybe you keep five wide receivers instead of six and you stash another running back, we've we've seen Matt LaFleur do some really cool things with his running backs. And I think Kylan Hill and Patrick Taylor – do bring kind of different layers to the backfield despite already having really interesting layers in Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. Yeah. He's also made no secret that he likes a really nice running back rotation. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised as well because throw on a couple wrinkles, especially for special teams, you know, true. That's there true. were actually, I don't remember who tweeted out somebody on the beat, but at practice today, there were a lot of vets taking special teams reps, which is something that we haven't necessarily seen as much the last couple seasons. Adrian Amos was out there. Alan Lazard was out there. Yeah. Um, Amari and Cobb were doing punt returns. I think it was Maurice Drayton who said, you know, no one is exempt basically except for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> right. Unless you're 12 or 10, you're going to be yeah. at least learning how to play special teams. I like that. Yeah. Nobody's immune. Um, wow. What else did we see today? Um, Brandy's asking about the O-line battle. We did see some of that today. Uh, Ben Braden got the starts with the ones at left guard. Lucas Patrick got the starts uh, at right guard with the ones. Obviously, John Runyon Jr. is in there a little bit as well. Tackle's really interesting. You know, it sounds like Elton Jenkins is kind of solidified at left tackle, but then at right tackle, you have Billy Turner. People are wondering if maybe Dennis Kelly would get the start at right tackle and you can move Billy Turner inside. Haven't seen a ton of that actually in camp, so... I think Dennis Kelly probably will be a swing tackle as insurance and Billy Turner will stay at right tackle, but yeah, Royce Newman's been in there a little bit. So there's a lot of bodies competing for maybe one starting spot. At That's point. the most interesting position to me. Cause I remember going into the off season being like Packers have, I have no idea who's going to be on the starting line. Like they need to go out and get someone, they need to draft someone, et cetera. And then all of a sudden we're here and it's like, how are there so many linemen who are battling for a starting position? Yeah. It's com- done a complete 180. Yeah. And I mean, they're talented too. Like there's a lot of guys who even Dennis Kelly could be a starting right tackle on a lot of franchises, you know? And then like he's here in green Bay and maybe will not start. Maybe yeah. he'll end up being a swing tackle and not taking reps. Yep. Dennis Kelly, David Bakhtiari look like. We did not see David today. 
Although I did receive a fat head of David. He came out, yeah, he came out at the very end to like see the O-line, but he definitely, you know, is still not practicing. He's still rehabbing inside. So always late to the party. Yep. We got a, <laughs> we got a decent amount of DB action today. Um, did. did not choose my seats based off that. It just happened. Yeah. Yeah. We ended up in a really good spot. <laughs> um, I, yeah, it was, I mean, we, Jair is an all pro and Amos and Savage are as advertised, but the depth behind them is really interesting. I mean, Eric Stokes definitely gets burned quite a bit out there. Obviously I think like my stance there is I would much rather have him learn all that in practice than in game time. Like get it all right. out now, learn now. Um, but like even, I mean, Devante even like smoked Jair today, just mm-hmm. absolute smoke. Um, so, I mean, it's, I think it was to be expe- at least I expected the offense to be way ahead of the defense. Um, year three versus year zero, basically. They haven't even like played a game together. So, um, but it's it's pretty obvious when you watch the DBs. Yeah, and I mean it's tough. Like you know, these are vets that have been playing with Rodgers for a long time. Even though I mean it was really impressive. Kurt Bankert threw that that touchdown to Devontae in the the red zone periods over Jair. So that was a nice ball from him. Kurt Bankert's been a lot of fun as a QB three. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Josh Jackson definitely probably lost all of his uh, one-on-ones today. He looked really good on special teams. I mean, like he was leading the charge at special team, but you know, can you build your depth around somebody who is continuously getting smoked? Probably not. I think they'll see kind of what they have. KB and Ento got some, got some looks. Yeah. Uh, Enid, we can talk about Enos Gaines. Um, first though, Rodrigo, thank you for the super chat. Agree or disagree <laughs> with Matt Schneidman Crocs. Um, am I allowed to be honest here? I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what the beat writers are wearing at practice. It's not who I'm there to watch. Maybe Crocs with like the velour jumpsuit next. Ugh. Go big or go home, Schneidman. <laughs> anyway, um, a fun player and really fun undrafted free agent, Enos Gaines. He was making plays yeah. all over the place today. And he was, if you follow, he really good. And if you follow Andy Herman, friend of the show, um, he was tweeting a lot about Enos Gaines and it's, mm-hmm. he's, he's a fun name to watch for sure. Especially as we just said, right. Depth is kind of up for grabs. So if, if you're going to show out now, you know, get your opportunities. And I think he's kind of been one of the surprises at safety when, when we started, you know, doing the deep dive into the position group, it was obviously Darnell Savage and Adrian Amos. And then it's like, okay, well there's Vernon Scott, there's Henry Black, Enos Who Gaines also really been, had a great pass breakup today. He did, but Enos Gaines hasn't really been like in the conversation as anybody that would even make the roster. And then we came to practice and he had one of the better days, I would say, for the DBs. So it was really nice to see. I see the Packaday podcast is here. <laughs> Hanging out in the chat. <laughs> You're welcome for the shout out. We are members of the Packaday podcast crew as well. 365 days a year. Um, what other DBs? KB Nento looked good. Kadar struggled a little bit. I mean, I think at this point, you know, the preseason is really where we, we're going to get some some good looks from these guys because you can only see so much in practice. They're only doing one-on-ones, and obviously they're not going full force when they're tackling or diving. There's There were some times where guys got up slow today and everybody, like, holds their breath because the last thing you want is somebody to get hurt in training camp. So, But, no, I mean – at least as far as the defense, like the DBs are concerned, you can definitely tell that the offense is well ahead of of the secondary. The offense looks good, man. Uh, that wide receiver, that wide receiver decision making process is item. I'm glad I don't have to do that. 
even the depth at tight end, we talked about this a little bit, and it's it's kind of unfair to Dominique Daphne because I know he's nursing that injury. He did come off the pup list, but he looked a little bit slow um, on some plays. Like he looked like he maybe pulled up or he was limping a little bit. So hopefully there's nothing yeah. there. But Isaac Nauta has looked good in his opportunities. Jay Sternberger had a really nice day today. Um, Robert Tunyon is just fun. He catches always. everything. He li- literally he, he catches everything. Um, he had one of. I mean, again, I this is my first camp, but like mm-hmm. that catch he made in double coverage, a- Amos and Savage were in double coverage on Tunyon, and he just made this like little, little, little move readjustment and caught like a beautiful pass from Rogers. It was, it was awesome. It was incredible. Yeah. And I mean, uh, not a slouch. Like, not like he's going up against third no. stringers. That was no. two of the best safeties in the NFL. Yeah. Um, also, dumb note. I, I don't know. They're they're ginormous human beings. <laughs> I know that. Yes. I, just, I, I know that. Like I'm like offensive lineman, defensive lineman, but like oh, they're all humongous. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, somebody asked about TJ Slayton. Like, yes, they. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but but let's talk about the defensive line a little bit. I don't think we have yet. Kingsley Kiki and Kenny Clark obviously still rehabbing. Saw them doing some work on the sideline. So TJ Slayton today got most of his reps with the ones, and he showed out he batted a pass yeah at the line mm-hmm. he's big he takes I mean, up the entire middle of the defense like if you're counting now that's an interception and a batted pass in what eight practices that we've seen at least yeah, yeah. um we have another super chat from sean thank you sean what did i think and get at the pro shop a lot of stuff a lot yeah <laughs> Um, I got a couple things for family, um, bringing back some presents for family. I got a jersey, got a sweet jacket, got a sideline beanie. I wear those in New York when it's cold, and a t-shirt. This is a fun one before we keep talking about the defense. Um, greetings from Stormy Madison. It feels like it's going to storm here. The background has gotten significantly darker. Um, who might be a surprise cut, do you think? I think we talked about it a little bit, but to me, it, it's looking harder and harder for Josh Jackson to make the roster. And I think it's just because there's guys like even a KB Nento that there is maybe more of an upside there, an unexplored depth thing where you kind of know what you have at this point in a guy like Josh Jackson. What's up, Bailey? Thanks for hey, joining. Bailey, we love you. Um, I feel like at some point you have outstayed your welcome and yeah. after not proving that you can contribute. Um, and again, like one practice is not this whole story, but you know, you hear the narrative over and over again that he just can't quite get there. And then when you see it in person, yeah. And I mean, there were, there were moments where the defense as a whole, I think was either confused by calls or were struggling. There was a touchdown that was given up in the red zone period. And Shandon Sullivan looked so heated after that happened and you could just hear him talking to Jair and some of the other guys I think Amos was over there about like how it broke down and how they saw it and you know obviously that's going to happen when there's guys like Devante and Randall on the other side like you expect that in practice but at the same time you can tell that there's there's still a newness under Joe Barry and I think Shannon Sullivan we talked about this a little bit is for sure at this point the leader in the clubhouse as far as who's going to start at nickel but Mm -hmm. There's a lot to like there. You know, I think it was Joe Barry said that Darnell Savage is pushing to get some looks there. They've had Jair there a little bit. The star role in the Joe Barry defense is so significant. So whoever is there. Well, I assume (laughs) my assumption is going to it's going to be some kind of rotation. Right. And I I read something the other day that was like, well, look, if they put if if 
Packers are playing another team and wide receiver one is in the slot, why not move Jair inside to cover wide receiver one? I mean, I, for one, I think you and I agree, like would like to see a little bit more man, especially when you have Jair who can do that. Um, but yeah, it's Chandon right now. Um, Savage played a ton of slot snaps in college. He a lot. Yeah. Um, I think it was, I don't remember, but PFF tweeted at one point about how he was like one of the top corners to play in the slot also, mm-hmm. or sorry, top safeties to play corner in the slot in college too. So he has the experience and the versatility. Um, I guess it's just hard because we just talked about, right, that depth behind kind of the starting core is a question mark. It's like why move someone out of position they're so successful in to something else. Um, But it's nice at least to know that the options are there. I love this super chat from Megan. Um, She says, can't wait to be there next week. What's the best brewery in the area? Well, we haven't tried them all yet, but that's our plan before we leave. (laughs) We're on brewery Um, tour. Yeah, Hinterland, some of the best beer you can get. Stillmank is a Cheesehead TV house favorite. Um, Titletown is really good. Perry's been to Copper State. I was going to say, don't sleep on Copper State. Mm-hmm. Uh, their, their Brussels sprouts were amazing. I know that's not why you go to a brewery, but if you want food. <laughs> <laughs> really can't go wrong. I don't think I've had a bad beer in my entire existence being in Green Bay. So. We've spent a lot of time at Hinterland, so that might yes. be the favorite right now. Yeah. Um, Robbie, thank you for the super chat. All this training camp content is getting me hyped for the season. What are you looking for from love this Saturday? Consistency. I I think just to see him like lead a drive, maybe it's not a touchdown drive. Maybe it's just a a field goal at the end, but like lead a drive down the field. Um, I also would love to see what he can do with his legs. He, everyone keeps talking about how, you know, and he says, you know, I can make plays even if a play isn't there. All right, let's see it. Yeah. And I mean, I think that we'll see his deep ball on display a little bit. I'm hoping there's at least some type of long bomb to, you know, maybe an MVS. I think love to Amari Rogers would just make heads explode on Twitter. Like that would be a lot of fun to see like maybe what the future looks like, but yeah, I want to see him go through his progressions, keep his composure. And I think, I think we'll see that. I yeah. think that we've yeah. clearly seen him, especially having all the, the first team reps for the bulk of the off season and a lot of their mini camps, he's, He's showing out. Yeah. Green Bay Packers daily. Welcome. Thank you. Um, biggest threat in the North Vikings or bears. If the bears finally decide to put their first round pick in as a starter, <laughs> I think it's the bears. I don't know. I, maybe I'm a little too high on Justin Fields. You never want to put that on a rookie, but um, I think if Justin Fields is what everyone says he is, then yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not the Vikings because Kirk won't leave his plexiglass. So <laughs> can't do much there. But I think it's I think it's the Bears too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, love to Begleton is Rogers today. We were actually just talking about this. <laughs> Begleton's become a little bit of a safety blanket. Yeah. We hope. I mean, what a comp yeah, what for a the comp. next fifteen years of the franchise. It's love and Begleton. Oh, Tulio, thank you. Hit those likes, people. Go Paco from Brazil. Go Paco. P.S. Great Robert Brooks jersey. <laughs> yeah, we're doing throwback jerseys tonight. Thrift store night. Thrift, thrift store night. Um, by the way, another surprise. Someone asked me earlier, like, what's the biggest surprise about Green Bay? Incredible thrift store shopping. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wearing my Nick Perry jersey. Haha. <laughs> Spelled differently, but, you know, got to take what you can get. Uh, all right, I so what? My- I know. You have one? Yeah. Oh, my God. I have a lot of random jerseys. 2012 uh, first round pick. Nick Richard Rogers, Geronimo Allison. (laughs) Come raid my closet. It's a time. (laughs) 
Um, all right, Maggie, question for you. Okay. What was the highlight of your of practice today for you? Um, I think honestly, just seeing Devante. And I know that like that's such a cop out answer. Yeah, but like you we've seen him in games. I've been to Lambeau Field, I've been to games, I've seen Devante, I've seen the connection he has with Aaron Rodgers. But when there's footwork happening like 20 feet in front of you, it's you can't describe it. Like there's just something so special about seeing it in person the same way we talked pre-show about, I think even on the show talking about Aaron Rodgers and his cadences, like, you know, as a, a football fan, the appreciation. And we talked about this while we were sitting in the bleachers, what other fan base has people come and sit in the stands in 88 degree heat and watch guys like run drills up and down the sidelines. Like, and we're not special. talking like a couple, like full bleachers around like probably hundreds of people. Yeah. Um, yeah, Devante Adams releases the truth. Like it's <laughs> the truth. Yeah, I don't know how I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, it's so different when you're watching games, even if you're at a live game, right? Because I've been to it's it's so chaotic. Like at camp, you get to actually kind of like hone in um and watch them also go through the thought process as well. Um and yeah, Aaron Rodgers' cadence. Oh my God, those audibles. You hear Green 19. It's just, there's nothing like it. Also, um, can we talk about what a weird live show this is? That it's gotten pitch black and now the comments are telling us there's a tornado coming. <laughs> we're, really? just, we're just, we're just, Brett is let's talk camp. Fred's chilling with me right now. He's just, he's just drinking his Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah. We also have a Mike Holmgren option if everyone wants that as well. We can bring Mike up. He's going to be upstairs with me, but I wanted the Lambo view. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what else does everyone want to hear about? Yeah, I mean, we'll be at training camp Wednesday and Thursday. Friday is obviously the players' off day. Lots of people asking if we'll be at the game on Saturday. We will be there. Um, we will there. probably do some some Twitch lives during the course of the week. So make sure you follow us on Twitch because we're, we're new at it. We're not going to say we're great at it. But if you want to come hear us talk about the Packers like we do right now, then yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's think. What was my highlight of today? I don't know. What was your highlight of today? I don't know, man. That Tunyon catch was ridiculous. So cool. It was ridiculous. Also, Mercedes Lewis. Yeah. Okay. I decided, actually. I changed it in my mind. Um, I think, like, the way the players interact with the fans. I, yeah. I, I, again, I don't pay attention as closely to any other team, but I can't imagine other teams have open practices, at least as often as the Packers do. And I didn't think that the players would pay attention at all. And like, you got Devonte Adams playing catch. You got MVS running up and down, getting us like hyping everybody up. You got Aaron Jones coming out at the end to say hi. It's just, it's, it's very special. Like when you talk about, you know, non for profit, public team, fans own the team, et cetera. Like the relationship is there still. Um, it's not all talk. It's really yeah. nice. And I think like we talked about this with, you know, Tyler Herrick, shout out to Tyler, Tom Grassi, um, everybody <laughs> at camp with, there's a different energy in training camp this year. And even like in pressers, in player interviews, if you see them interacting with each other, even on social media, like, I don't know if it's the quote unquote, like last dance kind of vibes, but there's something where these guys are all really locked in. I think they all are really confident. I think everybody in They're that locker room knows that this can be a Super Bowl team and they feel like they have all the pieces. So now it's just putting those pieces together and, you know, adding Joe Barry, there was a comment about Joe Barry, like 
these guys are really excited about him as a defensive coordinator. And you know, you know what the offense is, you know what the offense has, you've added some pieces to the offense, but if this defense can put the pieces together, I think it was Preston Smith that said, look, this is one of the top for bottom best rosters that Joe Barry has ever had the privilege of working with. You've got Zadarius Smith, Jair Alexander, Adrian Amos, Darnell Savage, Devondre Campbell, we haven't talked about, but he's just what a what a human in the middle of the defense he's so exciting Packers fans you will absolutely love him um if he was coming at me to tackle me I'd run the other way (laughs) that is why you are not a running back (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I mean he he covered like he covers wide receivers he he can stretch the middle of the defense and super smooth yeah, yeah so smooth and can can hang with really quick guys like it's really impressive to see him somebody mentioned Chris Barnes too I think Barnes and Devondre Campbell is, an, is a really nice tandem in the middle of the defense. Ty Summers was getting some looks in there today. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> it's interesting. It's, it's so interesting. The narrative the last couple of years has been like, why do the Packers have no weapons? Why do the Packers not draft any wide receivers for Rogers? And then you go to camp today and you're like, we don't even, we, the Packers might keep six because they have too many weapons. Yeah. Like the wide receivers look, great there's four potential running backs that they might keep the tight ends are stacked like there are too many weapons there are actually too many weapons for this team to keep on the roster it's and the the different like formations and packages as well they're really fun i i was we're talking to a friend of the show today dusty Eatley, um who if you don't follow his work is incredible and writes for jason tv and <laughs> um loves loves offensive concepts and they were running kind of like mesh drills which we know Matt LaFleur loves um and we saw MVS and Cobb out there together and it just so cool. I mean you imagine that in a game and you're just like yes like who do you cover I don't know yeah we we got to see a couple pony packages we saw Jay Sternberger as an H-back like a lot we of did. wrinkles that maybe we weren't expecting going into this season we kind of thought Josiah was going to be that guy and then you see Jace out there so it's just fun to see and I think the players are really buying into that too, right? Like they all want to carve out. It's like what Mercedes Lewis was saying last season about like whatever his role is, like you're happy to do it and carving out that spot for yourself is so important. And I think that's why special teams is going to be so tricky to kind of dissect because there are, you know, maybe wide receiver six, DB six. These these are guys that aren't really going to play on offense or defense. These are guys that are going to take the bulk of the snaps on special teams for Maurice Drayton. And they're going to have to perform and that's in the mo- make the most of those opportunities. I agree with you. I just want to acknowledge that these comments tonight are incredible and <laughs> I wish I could read them all. And I just so appreciate you all joining because um, this has been a really special week for us so far. It's only half. It, we're not even halfway through. We've got two Literally. more. Practices. I wish that we were doing this honestly after all three, because then we could have a larger sample size to talk about. Ooh, that's a good one. AJ Dillon quads or Aaron Rodgers calves. AJ Dillon's quads win every time. Sorry. Absolutely quads. <laughs> Although I'm not going to lie. Rogers looks great. He looks like he did his like rookie seasons with his like <laughs> California cool vibe. Like don't care. Long hair. His calves look great. Yeah. And I like you can tell even like he dropped weight. I think he feels better. Like we were talking about a lot of players look like really, Preston Smith looks leaner. There's a lot of guys that like really just seem Adrian Amos. I feel Jordan. like has bulked up an insane amount. Uh, yeah, Aaron he Jones. Looks, he looks big. I, I again, like I've never seen them all in person, but yeah. Although I, I we were talking about this pre-show. Like Lazard also looks like trim, like in a good way, very fit. This is a fun question from a nuclear family. Uh, forget skill. So 
just throw that out. Uh, who are some players that you'd want to make the team because of their personalities? That's a good question. Kurt Benkert, I think, is like the... Yeah, number one. But I think he also has like the hardest shot to make the roster. <laughs> QB3 is just tough. Um, My favorite personalities... I mean, I love Jair. Like, I just want to do yoga and talk about life with Jair. Um, tell me all about your chakras, buddy. Uh, <laughs> but he's obviously a lock to make the team. Um, Polka Tornado in the comments. I have to ask if you changed your name because there's a tornado coming or if your name was always Polka Tornado. Because <laughs> <laughs> Either way, love that. Yeah, there's some lightning in the background. We did not plan this. <laughs> we were going to do this outside, everybody. Like, we were this literally going to be outside. This is why we didn't. Yeah, the weather's been been wild. Um, I thought I was leaving like gross New York humidity, and I just came to gross Wisconsin humidity. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> it's probably gonna snow on Saturday. So is Jaw bigger? Um, no, he's lean as hell though. Like he's, but he's like really muscular lean. If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I need. <laughs> His comments are great guys all the rocks for that chakra yeah if anyone knows him let him know that i would love to do some yoga i love yoga um me too joey me too i'm fine with tornado as long as practice is on tomorrow that's what we came for right um can we borrow your basement <laughs> How, okay so there's been a lot of comments about jace so let's talk about jace jace looked really nice today he looked good he's not he running with the ones um maybe because he's on suspension i'm not sure and it's not going to start but i can't imagine since he is suspended yet since he's suspended he will play i mean get cut yet oh my god i can't speak can we just talk about the really quickly? kind of distracting i was gonna say can we just talk about how your background looks so much scarier now that it's completely dark and then there's just brett far <laughs> like, it, it looks like he was creeping up behind you <laughs> <laughs> he's ready to like stab me with the mountain dew <laughs> what a way to go what a way to go you know Man, what maybe so it's the lightning and the thunder is aaron jones and aj dylan you know aj dylan did acknowledge our tweets today we we do uh, a fit you know camp fit we had aj dylan and aaron jones t-shirts on and aj dylan saw it so yes this is yeah. the skies acknowledging aj dylan and aaron jones like we were yeah we're gonna do camp fit all week we're bringing out the gear as you can tell. Vintage vintage fits. Nick Perry. Um, okay. I don't know what else to say about Cam today. It was just so it, it's so it's a little like overstimulating. There's a lot going on. So just kind of like focus on what's in front of you. Um, Tom Grassi from TikTok is in the comments. Oh my god, Incredible. is it Tom Grassi? <laughs> Guys, if you want updates, if you're part okay. If you're if you're part of Grassy Posse, hit me up for his location at all times. Um, okay, <laughs> any other last minute questions while we before that? we go hide in the basement? Yes. Nope. Brett Favre's no? creeper. Perry, what's your favorite part of the tour? Getting on to go on the field, obviously. Yeah, don't touch the grass. Nope. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, we'll be at camp tomorrow. We'll be at camp Thursday. We're going to have a podcast out this week. Um, we're actually going to have Tom Grassi on the podcast this week. Uh, we'll be it will be recording that on Thursday after all practices. Yep. So if you want like a full roundup of the whole week, listen to the podcast this week. It'll probably be a little bit longer than our normal 30 minutes. Um, yep. But, you know. Podcast, what she said coming after Thursday. <laughs> um, and if you want to follow us on socials, we're going to be posting all week from camp. So follow Pax, what she said, Instagram, Twitch, 
Twitter, all of it. You can follow me, Perry Goldstein, Perry underscore Goldstein on Twitter, Maggie J. Loney on Twitter, Cheesehead TV. You know how to find them. Yeah. Um, thank you Thanks, all Chris. so much for joining. This is our incredibly odd, <laughs> incredibly odd Lambeau <laughs> Field Live. But we, we appreciate We love you all. And if you see us this week, please, please, please come say hi. We'd love to say hi. Thanks, everybody. Go. Bye.